0: Now, we begin. He calls together all men. Oh my goodness. See, look at that. All men means what? All Catholic? All Christians? That's the point. This call to know God, to love God, is for all men, means the whole humanity. He calls together all men. See, at the beginning itself, we saw in the three words of that preface that God wished, desire all men to be saved. And again the third word said, under the heaven. For the salvation of the mankind, no other name is given other than the name of Jesus. So you see, from the beginning of the preface in the Catechism itself is a faith. The, 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 the fundamental aspect of our faith is the, the, the horizon of the faith. How big is the horizon of the faith? In fact, there is no horizon, there is no limit. It is for all men. It is embracing all men. He calls together all men. Scattered and divided by sin. So why this mankind become divided? It is because of the sin. Through the sin man lost the union with God so he also lose the union with man that is why the new testament speak about two commandments. Jesus gave us only even Moses said all these commandment can be summarized in two commandments love God and love your neighbor that Jesus made it even only one commandment Love one another as I loved you. So the first one is the vertical, the spiritual power flowing to us. And the second is the lateral which flowing out. So the first is Third sentence, He calls together all men scattered and divided by sin into the unity of his family, the church. So the church is not a structure of building or some rules or law. Church is a family of people, people people of God. Church is the people of God. And that again becomes the body of Christ. We will see all that later. To accomplish this When the fullness of time had come. Yeah. The fullness of time in the Bible always says, Jesus said, this is the fullness of time. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, believe in the good news. In Galatians chapter 4, 4 says, The fullness of time, He was born from a woman. Christ. So fullness of time, means the acceptable time of salvation although god had planned this before the foundation of the world but it it takes it took so much time to make it realize it realize it all that thing is in the, in the course of time we will understand this plan of Redemption was there from before the foundation of the world. But it is it is revealed and accomplished in the fullness of time. To accomplish this when the fullness of time had come. Fullness of time is a very important thing to understand. We will see later. (laughs) God sent his son Here we have to understand these two words. God sent His Son as a Redeemer and as Savior. So Savior means to take away our sin and save us from our sins. Redeemer means to give us a new creative life, a new life. So these two are completely different. These are things which we will be learning, we will understand. Many of us, the traditional Christians, still do not know what is the difference between redemption and salvation. So we are learning all these things, you will understand it. In the Latin Mass, there is a preface prayer which says, O Lord Jesus Christ, through your incarnation, you reconciled us with the Father. Through your passion you cancelled our sins. Through your resurrection you gave us new life. Through your ascension you opened heaven for us. Therefore with all angels and choirs of angels we sing Hosanna. Now you know where this prayer is. Watch for it. The four points Through Incarnation, He reconciled the whole humanity who was scattered, who were in enmity with God because of the original sin. But through His Incarnation, He reconciled us with the Father. And through His Passion, He already took away our sin. Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Lamb of God. So that's it. In, and through His resurrection, He gave us new life. That is the redemption. Through His passion is the salvation. And redemption is making and giving us a new life. So Jesus, after the his passion, he died. In his death, he took our sins upon his body and he died. His body was a mortal body, but now in the tomb comes the supernatural power of redeeming, resurrection that that body which was dead now again regenerated resurrected through the power of god and not only it changed its mortality to immortality it changed to a glorified body and came out from the grave, victoriously. That is what our celebration of resurrection. That brings us redemption. Passion brought us salvation. Resurrection gave us new life. And He ascended to heaven, opening the heaven for all of us. Okay. Now, here one point again. We want to see all men. This is for all men. But then what for hell is? Yes, there is hell. Don't say hell is not there. Even in this situation, anybody or everybody has a freedom to reject this. This this Great salvific plan of God is a free gift. It's a free gift. You can receive it or you can reject it. If you reject it you are already in hell. The moment you reject it it's already like a terrible thing for you. So, but, church and this people of God as a community, pray for such people. That is why we pray in the rosary, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, lead us from the fires of hell, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven especially those who are in most need that is the persons who are denying you so God's extraordinary mercy and compassion fall upon that people and they will they will change their mind, they will change their will so all men in John chapter 1 9 says, John chapter 1 9 says that (coughs) sorry John chapter 1 9 says (laughs) the true light John chapter 1 verse 9 the true light which enlightens all men was coming into the world The true light, which enlightened everyone was coming to the world. And it is already spoken in the first prologue of of, uh, John's Gospel. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Now see the next word, he was in the beginning with God all things came to be through him all things came to be through him all things. all things all things all things came to be through him without him nothing came to be so all things all things came to be through him and without him nothing came to be means all things all human beings were created through the eternal word. So from the creation point of view, all men are are part, all men has the eternal word in them, all men are created through the eternal word, word of God, all men, all men. So there onwards, we must understand a, a seed of salvation is already implanted in the creation, creation, all men. God, from the creation point of view, He is in all men, He is in all men. So this is the teaching also in is Missio. That's a beautiful encyclical of Pope John Paul II. So, we have understood from the introductory part of this catechism, these teachings are from the original treasury of the the treasure of the faith. And it is illumined with all the doctrinal as well as the hierarchical as well as all the Council's discussions and interpretations. Particularly the Second Vatican Council took three years of continuous deliberations to redefine, rediscover, confirm these mysteries suitable to the modern world, into the modern world. So now we continue now, so here 2-3 points we understood, that, that He calls together all men, that's very important, that in our faith we must recognize Christ has come for all men, they were scattered and divided by sin. So it is the sin which divided them, but when Christ comes and take away the sin, the division is removed and unity has come into the unity of His family, the church. What for it is? To accomplish this, when the fullness of time had come, God sent His Son as Redeemer and Savior. Now, last sentence of this paragraph 1. In His Son and through Him He invites men to become, in the Holy Spirit, His adopted children and thus heirs of His blessed life. Now, let us see the prophecy what we got today. We can see these words, almost these words in the prophecy we can see. My people you belong to me, I belong to you, you are my possession, I am your possession. See, he invites men to become in the Holy Spirit his adopted children and thus heads of his blessed life. We have all claim we are God's possession. And we have God as our possession too. Then Jesus said, I give myself completely. I am with you to the end of the world. I lift up you. Okay, okay. So, now, coming to the point, this hairs of his blessed life, this blessedness of the life is an eternal life, that eternal beatitude. Oh my god, time is running up. Now, we moved one more step to the second paragraph. Now, we will go faster, faster, okay? Don't worry. Now, let's read so that this call should resound throughout the world. This call must resound throughout the world. Christ sent forth the apostles he had chosen, Christ sent forth the apostles, he has chosen, commissioning them to proclaim the gospel. Go therefore and make disciples, again, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, to the close of the age. Strengthened by this mission, the apostles went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that attended. Beautiful. Now here, you can see in an overview of this third, second paragraph, we see the last words of the two Gospels. The last words of Mars Gospel is this, that the Lord, they preached everywhere and the Lord worked miracles through signs and wonders and confirmed their preaching. And Matthew's Gospel ends with chapter 28, verse 18 says, All powers of heaven and earth is given to me, therefore you go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to observe all that I commanded you. This is very important to understand here, what means I commanded you that is exactly for a Christian means he must follow the teaching of Christ and that is called catechism catechism is to understand now I read out from 426 that is a paragraph which explicitly speak about what is the catechism means what means catechesis? 426 426, at the heart of catechesis we find in a sense a person person of Christ person of Jesus of Nazareth the only son from the father who suffered and died for us and who now after raising is living with us forever To catechesis is to reveal in the person of Christ the whole God's eternal design reaching fulfillment in that person. It is to seek to understand the meaning of Christ's action and words and of the signs worked by Him. Catechesis aim at putting People in communion with Jesus Christ. Only He can lead us to the love of the Father in the Spirit and make us share in the life of the Holy Trinity. 426. Always remember, this is the summary of what is catechism, what is catechism means. Okay, got it, okay? <coughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> So coming to, coming to this text of second paragraph, sorry, the first sentence, the first sentence, so that this call should resound throughout the world. So that this call should resound throughout the world. Christ sent for the apostles he had chosen. Is it okay? Yeah. So that this call should resound throughout the world. So always we should have this set of mind that even each one of us has a call to proclaim throughout the world throughout the world, not for your own area, not for your prayer group. Maybe you are preaching to your prayer group. Now you see, Saint Teresa of Lisieux is the patron saint of the world evangelization, but she never gone out of the world. She never made a a proclamation through Mike or to a group of people, but she was in contemplation in a cloister in lissiu but in through that cloister in that room in that her contemplative aspect of her life and the love with christ was all men o oh lord you have given your life for all men so through my prayer all men may receive your blessing This when you believe this and when you at least recognize all our prayers are aimed for this (laughs) then you are fitted in the correct terminology, correct revelation of God. But the moment you think oh no 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 this is only for Christians they are so and so, they are Hindus, they are Buddhists, no, we don't even go to them, we don't even talk to them, we don't even deal with them. Then, we are limiting, we are limiting the revelation. Then you will not have fullness of faith. As an example, we see in the media, so many people are criticizing Pope. What is one criticism? Why Pope is going to all other religion people? Why Pope has gone to Uh, Abu Dhabi, why Pope has gone to such a big other country, other religion people's land? Has he brought all the evil things from there to the Catholic Church? (laughs) So such people don't understand the the fullness of God's plan. That is where catechism is important. They are not speaking according to the catechism of the Catholic Church. This is not made by Pope. This is the treasure of the faith of two thousand years, given at the beginning, orally mm, to to the people, to the apostles by the by the by the Lord Himself. And Pope Francis is exactly following the Lord. He even go to the people who are sinners because that is why Jesus did. He went to, Jesus went to the house of Matthew. Jesus went to Samaritan women. Jesus went to all type of people and Jesus said, who needs the doctor? The sick. It is the sick who needs the doctor. So, we have to understand Christ's point of view. Christ's point of view. That is why we heard it now for 126 days. Catechesis. Is in the in the heart of catechism, we see not law or structure, but a person Christ, person Christ. All this I am telling so that it will be a very easy way for you to learn this. If you say, "Oh no no, catechism say all these things that is wrong," then what can we do? Catechism is the is the doctrinal, authentic teaching of the church so this is what I I say in learning catechism we must understand this is the perfect teaching so that our imperfect understandings will go away now imagine when Pope went to Abu Dhabi all the, the kings of those United Arab Emirates came and they welcomed him like their own daddy, their own father with such a fraternal love this fraternal love is the heart Now, and all these people originates from God John 1 -1 says that everyone was created through that eternal word and then what did Pope Preach there. Did he preach anything about anything about their scripture or anything? No! He spoke exactly what Jesus spoke at the inaugural address in the Sermon on Mount. The first sermon of Jesus covers more than 110 words. That is the sermon, it is the opening which says he began, Pope Francis began like this, blessed And he said this is what Jesus said first time when he saw such a multitude of people blessed are you and Jesus did not say you will be blessed he said you are blessed so with the same words I want to also impart that blessing to you you may be whatever but you are blessed. This is the heart of the catechesis. Let us have such an openness to God's plan. This is the way God blessed the people. God is blessing. He knows only to bless. He knows only to bring the light into the darknesses of the mankind. So coming to the sentence of catechism now. So that this call should resound throughout the world throughout the world. So this call which Jesus or God gave that all men to come to the truth. That all men should know God. That all men must be saved by God. Therefore all men must be united to one community eventually. This call should resound echo throughout the world that is the universal plan of god so for that what did he do second sentence or the part of the first sentence in the chapter in in the paragraph 2 christ sent forth the apostles he had chosen so he chose 12 apostles Apostles and disciples are very much different. Disciples are thousands and thousands, but apostles were only Twelve, 12 apostles. He chose these apostles and he sent them. So we can see the first teaching Jesus in, 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 uh, in Luke chapter 9. Yeah, there you go. Luke chapter 9. He summoned the twelve. So these twelve are the apostles and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases and he sent them. So he gave them the power and he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So this sending is not only to those who are Not only to the Palestine, but that is what now in the coming sentence we will read, the end of Matthew's gospel said, go to the, so commissioning them to proclaim the gospel, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, hallelujah. Can we, can we assimilate it? At that time, Jesus, while He was going up in the ascension, He gave this authority. Go! I am going up. I will pour out my Spirit upon to you and to the whole world to receive the revelation. Disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So, now we have to go in detail about this part. What means disciples? Disciple, Make disciples of all nations. Disciple. That's I don't know how I will deal with this. That's a long talk to understand what means a disciple. Let's see what have the Lord directing us. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We all have, we are all baptized, but yet we still do not know what is the content of our baptism. What is the content of our faith? That is what the next teaching says and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. That is the most important thing. We see in the social media so many word of God coming to us and what I see most of them are speaking about Old Testament what is prophet said. But that is also word of God. That is right. But this word of God of the prophets are already fulfilled <laughs> so you can speak you can what is the needed what is not important that is what in jesus's public ministry time jesus went up a mountain to pray that is mount tabor where he was transfigured and in the transfiguration mountain he Moses and Elijah also came and the church That is Peter, John and James they are also there. The Old Testament and the New Testament. Moses is the law and and Elijah represents the prophets. Law and prophets standing there. At this time God the Father came landing like a helicopter coming on a on the cloud and covered everybody. Covered the Old Testament and the New Testament. And spoke, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen to him. Maybe we can add this way, all what Moses said and Elijah said is all fulfilled. And so in the fullness of time, my son has come now. Now you listen to him and his teaching. That is exactly what Jesus is telling here. Baptize them. Now, this Matthew's gospel, why Matthew write this very much? Because Matthew's gospel is written for the Jewish Christians all the Jews who accepted Christianity. So although they accepted Christ, they still have all their teachings based from Moses and all the Pentatech, some of the Jewish groups, some of the Sadducees only respect the four, five books of Moses, not nothing else. They don't want to listen to anything else. To such Such, what to say, such type of uh, situation, Jesus is telling you must observe all, not what Moses commanded you, but I commanded you. So I say, The Ten Commandments Moses gave, Moses himself was summarized and said, These Ten Commandments must be summarized in two commandments, Love God and love your neighbor. But these people made more than 600 subdivisions of these commandments. And that is not to be taught now. That is what Jesus said, What I commanded you. So this is very important. Now I have to stop here. Now we will see tomorrow, further, even the expansion of these words. What means discipleship? What means I commanded you? What means afterwards He worked miracles and confirmed His teaching? So thank you very much. Now I stop here. Don't worry about our slow going. This is the very beautiful way Holy Spirit is guiding us. Unless I explain these things, There is... you can read the Catechism. Two days back some of the people from the French group were telling you this book was with me. I have already read this once but now you explained only one paragraph now two days it took and what a beautiful how much it is in this. So explanation of this is very important connecting from the teaching of the Bible and the teaching then you will enjoy it so have patience don't worry you will spend time later on it will be faster and faster okay so don't be upset because of a slow going okay that is making me frightened <laughs> thank you jesus okay now we conclude here let us thank god now we make a summary summary of what we have learned today <laughs> quickly that we understood what means that god sent god called everyone to know him to love him and this to accomplish this he sent or he called all men he called all men secondly uh, he called everybody to be a unity then thirdly he god sent a savior and redeemer. So Jesus is not only a savior, he is a redeemer. What is the difference? Savior takes away the sin, redeemer gives us a new life and he invites everyone through the Holy Spirit to become adopted children of God. So when we become adopted children of God, we have the same right as the Jesus Christ and all our inheritance as Jesus Christ therefore to resound this message he sent the apostle to the whole world to proclaim to the whole world so the message of salvation is applicable to every human being in the world thank you praise the Lord I will quickly move to the united cry prayer I thank you very much for every one of you who participated in this. You can write me any of your doubts and clarifications. My, 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 my whatsapp number is 00919447196033 it will be on record in the video you can take it out you can ask any questions if not in a day or two i will answer it let us go strong we need to go strong thank you clearing all our doubt thank you very much god bless you bless you bless you bless you